Are you ready? Ready to transform your life and step into the person that you say you want to be. Ready to stop talking and start doing. I'm Ange, a health and fitness coach. And I'm Ashley, a Reiki master and energy healer. And we are here to help you do exactly that. And you're busy. We get that because we are too. But even with the challenges and chaos, you deserve and can live a life full of absolute joy, happiness, and purpose. We want you to join us in taking radical responsibility so that you can take everything in your life to that next level. Have the best sex of your life. Live in a body that you love. Let go of worry and stress. And live in total alignment. Your happier, healthier, and amazing life is waiting for you. Let's get into today's episode. Hello. Hello, beautiful Jen. Welcome to the podcast. Oh, it is so good to see you, girl. You look radiant. Thank you. As do you. It's so nice to see you, though. Thank you. We're on the call right now with uh, Jen Smith, guys, and she's all the way in beautiful, sunny Florida. Yeah. And we met Jen at the Bodhi Retreat last fall and had the incredible opportunity to collaborate with you and see your big, brilliant, powerful energy in the way that you showed up and held space for all of the women that attended. So we're so excited to have you here. We're so excited to collaborate again. And look at you just radiant over there. (laughs) It's so great to see you. I had such a wonderful time meeting you both. And we really changed some serious lives that weekend when you were here in Florida. Like everybody had such a wonderful transformational experience. And I just love you both. And I am so grateful and honored to be collaborating with you both. So thank you. Uh, as always. Thanks, girl. Likewise. <laughs> and ladies and gents, just so you have like a little tidbit. Your son, Jen, his name is Bodhi, right? And that was part of the connection that ended up connecting you with Elise, who was running Bodhi retreats. So I just think there's like those little tiny synchronicities that bring things together. And us crossing paths obviously is, is, is a synchronicity and divine timing. So here we are again in the new year. We have been trying to get together for a podcast and we just realized we're like, no, we've got to go. Brand new, fresh start. January is with this radiant, gorgeous soul. And so we are so pumped to have you here in the new year um, because there's lots of beautiful things that are unfolding for both of us individually, but also together collectively. Um, And we know that you are bringing so many things to the table um, for your audience as well. So tell us a little bit about you. Tell us how you got to where you are. And um, then we're going to dive in on some of the things that you're offering this big, beautiful world. Okay. One second. I think guys, I think she's going right now to, she has a rooster and we have chickens too. So we connected over this in Florida right now. Were you like closing off the rooster door? Yeah, I did. I closed off one door and then also the cat was meowing. So it's always a party out here between the chickens and the goats and the dogs and the cats. It's like, and I have a donkey coming to next week. So <laughs> my little farmer soul is so excited um yeah so jen and i were bonding we were like we were debriefing having some wine she's a whiskey girl and we were just chatting about our chickens so she has chickens she was asking when we were on if we could hear the rooster and so just so you guys know that she is 
beautiful. She lives in Florida and she is a farmer, which is like, I am a farmer, which is so cute. And I, and that's one, one way that our souls connected. That's for sure. Because it's so sweet. Um, you know, it's really funny because I put my boots on every morning and I'm literally like walking through shit. And then, you know, my clients are like, you were doing what this morning? And I'm like, yeah, girl, it's fine. It's just okay. It's what I do because, you know, my, one of my philosophies is obviously if you're in shit, you have to keep going. And so I often think about that when I'm outside shoveling manure or scraping chicken poop, I'm going, well, just going to keep going. <laughs> just see how fancy I am now. And it's funny. One of the girls at the retreat that you were at with us, um, her name is Erica. And she was, she actually just posted a video in the last few days that I saw. And it's like 8.58 AM. She's like scrubbing the floors and then 9 AM. She's like on a business call. And then, you know, 8.59 scrubbing the floor. And then nine o'clock, she's all like fancy. And you know, the, like the, the cross of lives that is the, yeah real life and you know how we show up and how that real life shit is supporting that it's what makes us so dynamic it's what makes us all so unique um which i absolutely love the uniqueness of everybody and i i don't know about you guys which i'm sure but i see so many women and men but I see a lot more women that are like finally taking the masks off. They're peeling back the layers, men too, men too. And they're like, yes, I had a mop in my hand, but look at me now. Yes, I was picking up shit earlier, but look at me now. You know what I mean? Yes, I was damaged and broken three years ago, but look at me now. And I love the the radiance that seems to be happening uh, over the last few years, I just, it's like, it's, it's what keeps me going. I love it. And I think that's what makes change happen is where people can see, oh my gosh, you do that too. And you do this. So that you use the word duality Ange, but like really having it all being it all can mean that you are doing two what seem like opposite things but they actually merge and there's like this sense of parallel, but really it's a combination of both. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Um, So you asked me how I got where I am and I, because, and that just reminded me was, um, one of the biggest transitions in my life. Well, first of all, growing up in the South has been a very interesting dynamic in my life. Um, because I never had, 100% 100% values of like a true Southern, a Southerner. Um, I was always the one that was over there doing probably what most Southerners wouldn't be doing and maybe frowned upon. But what then sorry, we don't know what that what is. What is a Southerner? We're, we're Canadian. We're Northerners. <laughs> <laughs> what typical Southerner doing? I mean, the okay. typical are playing hockey and drinking beer. So what are okay. Southerners yeah. doing? Okay, so... Um, well, you felt like man, man and woman, um, you know, kind of straight edge Christian Southern Baptist. Um, yes, ma'am. Don't bring your dirty. Yes, ma'am. Yes, sir. No, sir. No, ma'am. Which I still follow very, I, I do have that uh, value, but don't bring your dirty laundry to the dinner table. 
superficial conversations, pretty much, you know, exchange of hands at church. You have supper with your grandparents in the evening time where it's, you know, how is church? What's going on? How is school? How is your relationship? When are you getting married? When are you having babies? You know, that kind of kind of old school uh, mentality. That's just a few of them. And I was never like that. And I, I was, you know, I was, I was the very colorful spirit. You know, I had, I didn't just have white friends. I had black friends and brown friends and white friends. And we all mixed and mingled together. You know, I was on the cheer team and the dance team and I ran track. Uh, so that didn't necessarily fit into some cult, some subcultures of the culture. Um, and, you know, as far as, you know, boys and girls and men and women. Well, I kind of smeared that a really long time ago. So, um, you know, I, I kind of went away from definitely not Southern Baptist. I am not, I do not follow organized religion at all. Uh, so growing up in a Southern Baptist family, you can imagine how that went down. Um, <laughs> I can relate on so many things that you're saying right now. I feel like for that, like Southerner piece, that's a lot of like our parents' generation, I would say, or like grandparent generation of just like traditional, traditional. And the way things look matter, like from the outside, what's on the inside doesn't matter. It doesn't matter how uncomfortable you are. You'll look good. Mm -hmm. And that's what we want people to see. Right. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I would say that that's, and then there's that piece of like connecting with people that make your soul feel good. And, you know, it's yeah. baby doesn't fit this like category that is in place. So, hmm, okay. Yeah. So you kind of pushed the limits. You went outside of the box a lot. Yeah, I didn't live in a box. I <laughs> very much lived in, a, in the wave of an ocean or a very open circle. Yeah, I, I definitely push the limits on everything. And I'm also a why person. So why? I why everything. Why is it this way? Why is it that way? Why is the sky blue? Why is the grass green? Why are you behaving this way? What does this mean? I why everything. And that generation or potentially that culture is because I said so. Exactly. Because it's, it's always been that way. It's because this is just what you do. Right. And that's yeah. not good enough for people like us. Like, well, I don't like it. And you can't tell me why I'm doing that. So I'm changing it. Ding, 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 ding. Yes. And I did that a lot. I changed a lot of things. And I have been on the fast track of changing a lot more probably over the last 10 years. Um, my my 40s have been well, I should say 38, 39 coming into 40. And then now at 46, about to be 47 has been, I mean, it has literally, I call it fast track. It time slowed down, but the emotional race sped up. If that makes any sense. Like I was, I would get to a certain level and then I would, then it was like, okay, I process it. I got it. I understand it. I see it. I feel it. I smell it. I'm living it. Let's go to the next. And so I have been every, every kind of level that I get to and place that I'm at, I wake up quicker than ever ready to go to the next. I'm ready to find more. I'm ready to uncover more. I'm ready to explore my femininity more. I'm ready to explore my masculinity more 
I'm ready to like go deeper. Like I've got this Pandora's box open inside of my soul and I'm like, okay, here I am again. Okay. Here I am again. And that's been my forties. Um, and the biggest transformation period that kind of started that was my divorce. And that just like most people, it broke me wide open. And I had two choices. I could succumb to what was happening or I could surrender to it and pretty much like, let's go bring it all. Come on. You know, let me just figure out what's going on. And that's, that's the route that I took. And, uh, that was, that was the beginning of my journey and how I wound up here in a nutshell. Mm. And what do you do, Jen? So you've told us this magnificent story, but for somebody that's listening, what is it that you do for your work? So I am, I'm a business consultant uh, and I'm also a self-development coach. I've owned and operated a business here, a high volume coffee shop and bar on Siesta Key for 15 years. And my ex-husband also owned a, a high volume beach bar. So we were actually joined by the same roof together. And so we had a, a super high energy, high volume, just kind of compound business together on Siesta Key for a really long time. So I started there with my business and then I closed my business in 2020 and I turned business consulting. And then I also started my private practice in 2018 as a coach. And I started out as more of a health and mindset coach and very quickly realized that that wasn't my, those weren't necessarily my people. My people are usually business. They're entrepreneurs that have done a little bit of work that are either transitioning or have transitioned and who are looking for what's next. Who am I? I know that I'm meant for more. I'm ready to level up, but I just don't quite know how. A lot of times I get this, I've got this like big burning ball of energy inside of me and I have no idea what it means and I don't have any idea how to access it. So I help, I help people. I was primarily women and now I'm women and men. And because I realized that we don't get to do this journey by ourselves. We have to heal everybody together simultaneously in order for us all to flow and, and maneuver through life together. So I opened up my practice last year to women and men. Um, and I, I help people get their business life together and very beautifully intertwine it with their personal life. And it is my passion. And I love it. So when and it's very interesting working with men too. Now, I only have three clients right now that are men and it's a certain type of man. I'm a very specific coach. I, I respond to very specific energies and I work with very specific people. So I, I know who, who works well with me and who doesn't. And it's a certain type of person. And once I kind of identified that, it was a lot smoother for my clients and myself. Um, yeah. And so Jen, would, would you say that it's custom? So if I called you up and was like, Hey, I'm falling apart, but I need this. And I don't know what's going on, but I have this burning inside of me to be amazing. Can you help me? 
And then Ange called you and she said the same thing. Would it be a custom program for her and a custom program for me? Or is there like a, do you have a methodology or a pattern that is like, these are the steps that I take you through? Or is it very individually based? Like, what does that mean for somebody who calls you up or somebody who messages you or emails you and just says like, I think I need you, but what are they getting? So right now it's individual base. I do, I do one-on-one coaching and I, and I follow it by the, the quarter. So it's, it's quarterly coaching, but all of my clients are annual on an annual track. Um, I don't, I'm not a quick fix. I'm not a, here's 10 steps, go do them and call me back. Um, it's, we go through a strategic but fluid process. So I do, I do kind of have an overall outline of where we start and where we're going. But a lot of times, as you know, sometimes you go forward and then you go up, we're, we're not quite ready to go to the next level yet. We need to stay here for just a little bit. And if here means we have to go way back and we have to spend some time figuring out what happened way back, whether it's five years ago, 10 years ago, childhood, whatever it is, a lot of times in the first quarter, that's what happens. There are behaviors, there are patterns, there are old belief systems. And I'm not just going to take people's money and keep going and stay on track because I have a timeline to follow. I bob and weave, I go back and forth. I I press the brake, I press the gas, and we stay where we need to be in order to unearth all of the patterns that are causing the behaviors of today so that we can change them moving forward. So I don't just like press people to keep going forward. So I do the one-on-one coaching right now, and I have a limited amount of people that I coach because it is an annual, it is an annual process. Uh, but I also offer retreats. So I am, I was a keynote speaker at the metamorphosis retreat four years ago and since have taken over that company and I'm hosting it's only been one retreat a year, but this year I've got three in the works. Um, one is for women, one is co-ed and I'm a little uncertain about the third one. So if it's not a one-on-one practice, coaching practice, so if somebody's not necessarily ready for that and they want to come to a retreat and experience kind of, it's it's pretty much the year's coaching condensed in, in about three days, but we do a lot of we do a lot of breath work. We do a lot of guided journaling. I've got speakers that come in and teach different things for different levels. I do business you know, business, we do business talks and I have a beautiful team of people who I've worked with now for four years. So that's for somebody that might not be ready for one-on-one coaching that can come to the metamorphosis retreat, commit to that weekend. No cell phones are allowed. This isn't one of those influencer type retreats where you get to come in and post social media reels. You have a cell phone, you don't get access inside. So it is a disconnect. You come in, you, you open, you learn, you share, you build a community, you build a network, and then you leave with a plan of action in order to propel you. And that plan of action often consists of a coaching package, either with myself 
or with the other practitioners and coaches that are there. And it's wonderful. And we, I usually cap it around 25 to 30 women or this year will be women and men because the, the intimacy of those events and we do so much that I found, you know, the first year was 52 women and there just wasn't enough time to spend with everybody. And it was just, you know, it was, it was chaos. It was just chaos. And I just didn't get enough time with everybody. I get to do one-on-one coaching and communication with everybody there. And it's really beautiful because the other people that are at the retreat, they see it and they feel it and they can understand it and they can pull things from that experience. And then what happens is it's typically like the domino effect. As soon as one person has a breakthrough or releases something, then somebody else has the courage to go, Oh my God, I, I relate. And this is what happened to me. And then we have this, you know, the last, last year we had an entire day of sharing. It was like six hours of people sharing and it was unplanned, but it was amazing. It was amazing. And I've seen you, we've seen you in that space. So when we were at the Bodhi retreat, like I, just your body language, your energy, the way that you operate in that space is so caring, open, passionate, and I want to say pushy, but it's not pushy. It's challenging. (laughs) No, but it's not pushy. That's not the right word, but like pushing where it's like, you're going to go further. You're going to be more. I'm going to make you do this. It's going to be uncomfortable. I will hold you. I've got you. I love you. Keep going. Keep going. Fucking move. Right? Like, I love you. I'm here. I've got you. You've got this. And I can see that anybody that you work with would get that from you. And that's where success shows up. Sorry, I just got you. Um, That's where, like, I, and I love that energy about you. I remember one of the activities that Jen walked us through was a journaling activity. And, um, you were calling people out. It was from a place of love and a place of understanding and holding. And I've been there and sometimes I am there, but like bullshit, bullshit. This is horseshit. Like go deeper, big, bad, beautiful things can happen go there. And I love that about you. And that's that like, when you talk about the masculine and the feminine, I think you really bring those together in that space of like that sense of like mothering and like feminine goddess of just like, I've got you, you're safe, you're here. And then that masculine, like push, like, come on, you're going to do this and you're going to be amazing, but you have to work at it. And I loved um, one of the activities that you actually Another activity that you took us through was the priming. And I would love if you would take us on camera um, through that activity, maybe not the entire um, length of it. It was so powerful. It was so moving. And paired with the, the journaling activity and the priming that you did, just seeing you operate in that space. And when you talk about um, your typical client and moving through the year, I mean, we saw it, we saw snippets of it and I was just like, fuck, that girl rocks. (laughs) Totally, totally, Jen. And also just tell us why we would even do this activity. I loved how big it was, but maybe for the person listening, that's like, what is priming? What in the world is this thing these ladies are talking about? 
So priming is, is a technique that is widespread in the Tony Robbins community. And I learned it about seven years ago. It's a technique that gets energy moving. It's a technique to create heat, to create movement, to create thoughts. Um, it's, it's, it goes right along with a body scanning. So if anybody's familiar with body scanning exercises, you get your energy uplifted. You get in what's called a peak state. You get that fire created in your body so that all systems are firing, but then you settle back down and you sink into your body and your mind. And then you have this, you have just a minute or so to do a scan, see what feels different, see what comes up emotionally. Is there some place in your body that feels uncomfortable? Um, are you emotional? holding space for that emotion instead of trying to figure out why you have it or to try to fix it. So it's create, create, create energy, sink down, feel, explore, create more energy, sink down, feel and explore, and then do it again. And then you're, and then what happens is throughout the day, you've opened this gateway, this pathway into your energetic soul and a lot of times, most of the time, something will come out, something will come up, something will surface. Oh, this felt weird. And I need to pay attention to this or this thought popped into my head. And that doesn't really feel good. So let me write that down. Maybe I'll do some reflection on that later. I love that it creates energy. I do it in the morning. Um, I do it after clients coupled with my fancy little $100 trampoline there. Um, to get rid of energy also. Um, everything is energy. You ladies know that you're both, you, you both work in energy. And so this exercise creates it, but it also lets it go. Awesome. Okay, let's do it. Yeah, let's do it. Okay, so we're, we'll just do a quick minute. And so I'm going to turn on just a little bit of music. Where do we have to turn our computer to? So everybody get in a seat, in a seated position where we can bonk each other. You can sit. I can't really see me, but um, you want your feet on the floor and you want your hands. I'm actually going to turn that off. Feet on the floor, hands in your lap. And the exercise is you're going to reach up to the sky like this. And you're going to ball your hands and then you're going to bring it down into kind of like elbows into the rib cage. So you reach up and you bring the energy down. So what you're doing is reaching up and you're grabbing energy like you're grabbing onto two ropes and you're pulling it into your body. And it's a quick, it's a quick, sudden, bouncy type movement. I'm trying to be explain it for people that are listening, um, not just watching. So you're going to reach up in the sky, open hands, you're going to ball your fist up and you're going to bring it into your rib cage. And then the breath that goes along with that is always through the nose. So you'll close your mouth and it's okay. If you snot everywhere, just get a paper towel and wipe it up later. Um, so it's, the, it's inhale and exhale through the nose, keep the mouth closed Relax the body, sink into your hips, relax in your chair, and we'll start together. So we're going to go, it's, is the inhale, and then is the exhale on the down. So I'll walk you through it. Here we go. Reach up, inhale, and exhale.
and put your palms in your hands, face up and start to breathe normally. Feel what you feel. You may feel tingling. You may feel something in your head. Any thoughts? Notice where, where the energy is in your body. Maybe do a big inhale and exhale through your mouth. And then we're going to open our eyes, arms up again. This will be round two. Ready, inhale, exhale. Close your eyes, keep going. Just a few more rounds. Put your arms down, close your eyes, palms facing upward and breathe. Notice any sensations that are in your body, any emotions that you may feel. Feel the energy flowing through your body. Take note of where everything is. If any emotion comes up, let it come, let it flow. A big inhale, a sigh, exhale. And then we'll open our eyes, arms up, inhale. And then hands down onto your lap, palms facing upward. Think of a moment now that brings you extreme joy. Think of something in your life that's brought happiness and joy and makes you feel amazing and loved. Think of that moment. Keeping your shoulders and your body relaxed. Now think of another moment. Think of something that you can grab onto in your life, whether it be a, another person or an experience, a trip that you took, a promotion that you got, a love relationship, an intimate relationship, the birth of a child. Think of that moment that brings you joy. Now we'll set our intention for our day today what we want to achieve, what we want to look at. Bring a big smile to your face and open your eyes. <sighs> now that obviously is a super condensed version of priming. Typical priming exercise is about 10 minutes, um, but that is... That is pretty much the gist of it. And it's, you go through, you go through three, uh, about a minute of, of inhalations and exhalations. And then you go about a minute of reflection. And that reflection time is super, super important, especially in the first two rounds to so just feel what you're feeling, 
feel the sensations. I know for me, every single time I do it, my fingertips get tingly. I start to feel different places in my body that come alive. But I mean, even just that minute or two, I mean, I already feel like I'm ready to get up. Like I need to get up and go. Um, the last part of it is to bring two or three things that bring you so much joy and that you actually get a smile on your face. So you bring those reminders into your awareness every single day, and then you're able to leave this space energized and feeling joy and, um, you know, happiness and gratitude. And, and then you get up and you go about your day. You go about your badass self. Yes. So is there times where this would be most recommended? So is it something you should do every day, three times a week, right before you journal? You mentioned, I think at the retreat, um, this is something you do before you run or exercise. This, I, I didn't hear that last time, that last part. Running? You mentioned, I think oh, you, yes. you did this before running because you just yes. got like, I got to fucking go. Yeah. I always do it in the morning. I do it in the morning or I'll do it in, if I'm having to change hats throughout the day. So if I'm going from a business consulting, um, job or client, and I'm going into a more personal client, I'll do this exercise and it just kind of helps me release different energies, but definitely in the morning time to get your energy flowing and going. Uh, definitely if you're going into any kind of reflection, if you're going to do some writing, if you're going to do some journaling, if you're going into a meditation, sometimes, um, I sometimes do it right before I meditate in the morning, or sometimes I'll do it after it just kind of depends on what I'm feeling and what I'm needing for that day. Some days I wake up and I need a bit more of a gentle path. And some days I need a bit more of an energized path. So, um, I always do it in the morning and then in the afternoon, or if I'm transitioning, even from work to child pickup, you know? So a lot of times I'll, I'll do it outside of my vehicle when I'm waiting on my kids to get out of school. And it literally resets my energy. I can, I can dump the day and I can be, I can be right here and present for my kids when I pick them up which I think for, I mean, I think it's really important for me in my life. And I know a lot of people that are in business and a lot of people that are in their careers uh, and that have children, it's really important to reset that energy before you pick up your kiddos. If being a present parent is important to you, obviously, if that's not, then it doesn't matter. But for me, it's really important. Totally. And I love that. It connects back to that thing that we had talked about, just like that transition piece from like scooping up chicken shit and then coming in this call. It like, it's the beautiful transition that puts you back in that space. Right. And I think of that too. My, like some people use their commute from like work to home is where they kind of like transition. My commute is like 45 steps. So it's like, right. So to have that transition piece, um, I'm excited to build that in because that is, it takes a bit. And I say to my husband, like I come in and I'm dancing and he's like, do you seriously have to be dancing right now? I'm like, yeah, it's not the best day. Right. And then it like, now I have to make supper. And so having that like transition is going to be so powerful. And you said you did it this morning. Yeah, Jen, it's so funny. I did this this morning. It's the first time I did it this year and the first time I've done it since the retreat. So what are the chances? 
that she was like, oh, we should do the priming exercise on. And I'm like, what are the chances? I literally just did it this morning. So that just felt like a big synchronicity. And it wasn't even that I thought of you. It was just, you know what? I feel like this needs to be part of my life. This year is doing this priming thing with Jen, but it wasn't this connection piece. And so when I said I did it this morning, it was just, it just funny synchronicity that that's where my brain was this morning. This needs to be part of what you do throughout 2023. And then bam, we're here. So it was, yeah, it's funny confirmation. I thought you had done it because we had the call with Jen to like, that's so awesome. No, just like that connection piece synchronicity. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's just so good. So good. So for somebody that's listening, they're like, Hey, you know what? 2023 big year, big things that I want to accomplish. What are the questions that you would have them ask themselves or the questions that you're asking yourself heading through the upcoming calendar year? So what's important to me, if you don't know what's important to you, that is, that is probably the number one question. When I ask a lot of people that begin the coaching process, what's important and what they want a lot of times they don't know. They don't know what they want. They know that they want to be successful. And you know, for me, I'm not going to take that. I don't, okay, let's go, let's go seven layers. I call it the seven layers of why. So if you ask yourself, what do I want? And your answer is I want to be successful or I want more money. Then, then do yourself a favor and go ask yourself why seven times and keep going beyond and beyond and beyond and deeper and deeper and deeper into that question. And who am I? What is my purpose? What's important to me? What do I want? How am I going to get there? Um, I always start out with a 25 question questionnaire with my clients and nine times out of 10, they are one to three word answers. (laughs) and that's okay because that's where most of us are. Most of us live on the, on the surface level, but then it's the seven layers of why and we dig in. So I think those are probably the the most important six questions. Um, I really like to help people get an understanding of what, who it is that they are and what it is that they want for the year. So for this year, if you haven't figured out what it is that you want do it right now. Get out a piece of paper, figure out what it is that you want. Because if you don't know how to, if you don't know what you want, and then you don't know how to ask for what you want, chances are you're not going to get it. And here's another thing. If somebody says, Hey, I want more money. And I do this all the time with my clients. I want more money. I'll always reach in my pocket and I'll give them a quarter. (laughs) So here you go. You have more money. Are you happy? And it's like, no, I don't want a quarter. Okay. What do you want? Do you want a $50,000 income? Do you want a $500,000 income? Do you want a $5 million income? What do you want? And then it's this kind of light bulb going, Oh, that's what I need. That's how deep I need to go. Be as specific as you can. And I know that sometimes You know, I know that with the human design, I know that there are people out there and you can enlighten me on this right now. There are other people out there that, that are not that specific. 
And, you know, being able to guide people that are not that specific into being that specific is actually, it's really fun for me, but I, I do it in a, in a more gentle approach. You know, it's definitely a more, it's an easier, more feminine, more guided approach. Um, people like me that are like, all right, bring it on. Then, you know, we, I, I, I altered that, that delivery method a little bit more, but I love that. And I'm an, I'm a non-specific. So I'm somebody yes. who to vibrate really high without getting super specific. But I find that those questions are still super supportive and helpful for me. Like I want to like have my answer, but when it goes, when I go about manifesting, um, I don't have to know that, you know, like I want a blue door to a two-story house to, uh, I know that I want a home that feels really special. Right. So that could be my answer to those more specific questions is, um, like just a broader specific, specificity, whatever that word is. <laughs> and, you, and you often, and we talk a lot about this with manifestation is you're connecting it to an emotion connected to what it is that you're manifesting or what it is that you're calling in. So when you're describing, I want my house to feel like this, right. You're right. kind of connecting that with the emotional piece. Um, and I think that, um, for somebody who's non-specific, perhaps that's a better way to approach it. How is that going to feel when you're there so that you can bring forward that emotion at this stage of your life versus yeah. There's two blue chairs, there's six pink chairs and a lay down couch, right? Like I can't go there because I don't know. And right. So I would say that that piece though is still super helpful. I want to do the seven questions of why. And the other thing that you mentioned that I think is so important for our listeners is what is important to you? So for a lot of people who are listening, they'll say, well, my kids. Okay. What are you doing to support that? Mm-hmm. What, are, what are the behaviors connected to that? And how do you want to show up for that? Because I think of many of us are very distracted around our children. We're so busy doing lots of other things. But if your main priority in your whole life, you say, is your children, are you sitting on the floor with them? Are you doing that thing that you want to be doing? Or are you off doing laundry? Are you off vacuuming the floors because they're dirty? Are you, you know, doing dishes or, and I'm one of those people, (laughs) I'm one of those people that for me, part of what's one of the things that things that is important to me has become very clear this year is I don't want clutter in my life. So emotional clutter, I don't want physical clutter. And so right now, What's important to me is having a space, a home that feels peaceful, simple, flowing, energetically, right? So that does mean that, yes, there's less time for me to sit on the floor, but hopefully it's to support that. Um, Mm -hmm. So I think it's getting very clear on what is important to you. And then what are you doing to support that? So if if, if fitness is important to you, what are you doing to support that? right? Like what are you, what are the behaviors that you're eliciting and performing and are they supportive of what you say is most important to you? Yeah. I love that. I love that feeling. If I can just touch on that really quick, because if I can get somebody to feel what they feel when they have achieved a home that, that feels safe and flowing and energetic or what they feel when they're earning an an income where they don't have to stress about every single thing of every single day, or when they've leveled their, you know, their business from a $500,000 to a $3 million, you know, that, that feeling, I think honestly is 
a lot more powerful. You know, it's a lot more powerful than just writing out a list. Um, and you know, there are some people that respond to that, but I think more people do respond more at an emotional response or an emotional feeling. So I'm, I'm so happy that for people and, like you. Yeah, and likewise, sister. Um, and that is something that we are, we talk a lot about. We have a manifestation coming, manifestation course um, coming up that we're offering. And that's something that we talk a lot about. Um, Dr. Joe Dispenza is somebody that I really love to his meditations um, talk and his talks and teachings about that are that the brain and the body connection if you, because in the quantum, everything and nothing exists, but if you can create that at a cellular level, your cells don't know the difference between time and space. So if you can create that feeling in the body, it's already starting to happen, right? Because your body doesn't know the difference of, oh, it has actually physically come into space or it is, it's already happening. It's happening in the body and that's the, that's manifesting. That's like the foundational piece um, is that you're creating that feeling and that emotion inside of you as though it's already happening because it fucking is. It fucking is. (laughs) It fucking is happening. And live your life. Yes. Live your life as if everything that you desire is already at your doorstep. Because it is. You want to be a boss and you want to be a baller? Get up, put your shit on, get your heels on, do your hair, put your clothes on and show up the way that you, if, if I want to be this high profile baller business CEO, you better get out of your yoga clothes. You better get into a suit. You better put on some Gucci heels. You better go and get your lipstick done. Get up and if you want to be the 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 queen the goddess that dominates her yoga practice or you know that is able to connect then that's the space put your mala on put your yoga clothes on get your you know it's like however it is whatever your life looks like if you want to be a stay-at-home mom then just like you just said source out the laundry do it later the dirty clothes aren't going to go anywhere show up for your kids be there be supportive get in the floor take them to play in the dirt go take them to a farm like be a stay at home mom whatever it is if you want to be a farmer get your boots on yeah i love it and it's 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 something that i get really um really passionate about and that comes back to the question of what's important what do you want? And a lot of times people just don't know what they want. And, and, you know, the, the first few weeks of our practice together, when we do coach together is just uncovering all of that. It's building a beautiful foundation. And, and I ask a lot of questions, you know, the first two or three weeks is I probably ask 300 to 400 questions, but it's, it's this opening of these channels where, you know, you may not have thought about something. You may not have thought about a, a specific behavior in a certain way. And anyway, I just love it. And I love that you're doing a manifestation course. I think it is so important for people to understand that concept of like, you can have anything that you do the work to attain, but it doesn't happen until you visualize it. Yeah. And, and you created inside of you, right? That's the like, 
it just makes so much sense that it has to anything you embody, right? Like you think about a ripple, that rock that drops into the center, you're the center. So it has to start there. It has to start inside of your body for it to go out into the universe, to go out and actually manifest and create in a physical form. It has to start in the spot where it needs to start is you. So it just makes so much sense. Okay. So Jen, for this manifestation course, I'm just getting a download here. All right. What do you suggest? What would you suggest we do? It's nine till 12, two days, Saturday and a Sunday. Would you, is there anything that you're like, this is power. This is magic. You must bring this in. Um, so for anybody who's listening, Jen has like, she's got all these little nuggets. Like she brought priming in for us, the seven layers of why, and just, is there any questions or anything that you're just going, yeah, gotta do this. Well, the most important is teaching people how to get in and get open. So I, I think it's really important to open up and the two of you are so good at that anyway, you know, it's, it's getting people, getting them into a meditation or into a safe, comfortable space where they can sink into their body. And I know that I know when I say meditation, that a lot of people instantly, and I know that there are people listening that go, I can't meditate. Okay. I say bullshit. Yeah, you can't. You can meditate. Meditation is not sitting on a pillow in the woods, burning Palo Santo. You can take a walk in the woods and meditate. You can lie down and meditate. You can go for a swim and meditate in a lake or in an ocean and float. There are so many different ways. You can actually start to write your favorite mantra and you know, over and over and over, you can write, I am love, I am love, I am love. And you can keep writing that over and over until you get into this repetitive state. And it's all about just dropping the mind, seeing the thoughts that come in and just saying, I see you, but not right now. I see you, but not right now. And honoring yourself that you are about to get into this manifesting state of mind and create the best and most outstanding life that you can come up with. But you have to get into that space and give yourself fucking permission to go after it. Give you, Notice I said, give yourself permission, not asking permission. This isn't, oh, I'm, I, I can't do it unless this. No, 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 no. We're not asking anybody's permission when we manifest. We're asking ourselves permission to get in and to level out so that we can start to create and with your help, get guided through creating the most perfect, outstanding, fulfilling, purposeful life that you want. So I think that's the most important is to getting into a, a calm, grounded space. And you both have such a beautiful knack for doing that. Funny that you talk about that. We're literally honing the last pieces of the manifestation course. And it begins with that, actually. So <laughs> alignment, the synchronicity, that is, that is how our, how each day begins. Ooh, yeah. I'm just thinking last year we went out on the ice. Is it frozen over? Not even frozen over? No, we go for a polar dip. But <laughs> oh, I love polar dips. I love those. Yes. Yeah. We, have, we just we did, did one of those at a retreat um, yeah. last year for, for a group of guys and it was yeah. awesome. But I don't know that the, I don't know that the manifestation has the polar dip 
Possibly. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> you know, I think that I totally think because going into ice and going into something like that is about getting yourself uncomfortable like so grossly uncomfortable that when you get out of that, you can apply that same courageous moment in your day-to-day life. So I actually think that doing something like that to get uncomfortable and then when everybody gets out of the water and they've gotten their body temperature back regulated, they go, okay, I just did that. What else am I capable of doing? So I don't know. I, I like that idea of, uh, you know what? You're a Florida girl. I'm just going <laughs> to put this out here. It's really freaking cold in Canada. It has been a warm, but maybe instead of getting them to dip their entire body, what if we just have them put their toes? I think feet in the snow on the deck. Okay. We'll see if there's snow or see if there's water. Stay tuned. But I but think Jen, feet I, in the snow on the deck. And we actually did like that last week. We did. We, did. Yeah. we forced them outside to be comfortable uncomfortable. in the uncomfortable. Yes. And embrace that. But I do. I picture toes in okay. the snow. That's what I see. Oh, thanks for sharing. You know, another thing is, um, is one other thing that just came to mind is the do part of it. You know, I love manifesting and I love manifesting courses. I think it's super important and it it has a lot of benefits for people, especially people that are just starting. Um, But the do component, meaning, okay, now I've got all of this. I've written everything out. I'm having these visions. The do. Where's the do part? How do I implement it on my day to day? What's an action step that I can implement right now in order to get this to happen? And that comes down to one of the things that we cover is inspired action, right? So much of what we are trying to manifest, we actually resist. And we send resistance out. So when inspired action shows up, that's the like, you know, when time evaporates or when you're with a client and you're just like, oh my God, like we've been doing this for two hours. You're operating in the quantum and that's the space of inspired action where time and space don't really actually exist because you are in flow. And so it's tapping into that inspired action so that you're not always resisting the things that you're choosing. So let's say I want to be... 12 pounds lighter. Okay, great. So when I think, oh, I need to get on the treadmill or, oh, I should be eating a salad. It's not like, fuck sakes. I hate that I have to eat a salad. It's like, I can't wait to eat some fucking salad tonight, or I can't wait to hop on that treadmill and work towards the goals that I want. Right. And it's that inspired action piece that is what actually, right. Again, it starts here. And it ripples out. It has to move into your behaviors. It has to move into your home. It has to move into the things you fucking do and choose. Yeah. And you know what? And I love that it just came up is how you talk to yourself. That's another thing that I constantly create, not create, but I constantly correct. How you talk to yourself is the most, one of the most important things that you can be consciously aware of on a day to day basis. Okay. So my clients aren't allowed to say the say words like good, um, should, okay, or I don't know. Those are the four that come to my mind. Nobody gets to say I should. And what? Fine. Oh, no, fine. Oh, yeah. fine oh, is not allowed yeah. in my house. How do you look? No. How's our house? Fine. Fuck fine. No. Fine is shit. <laughs> fine is hell. I don't like fine. I hate fine. Nothing is fine. <laughs> Nothing is fine. 
Nothing is okay. So I say, if I say to you, how are you, how are you doing? Good. Good equates out to, in my world, like I, I just stepped in dog shit and I was able to spray it off. <laughs> good. Is that where you, is that where you want, you want to be good? Really? Are you good? Or are you outstanding? Are you processing? Are you figuring things out today? We get into this lame um, kind of on repeat behavior. Oh, how are you? Oh, I'm good. How are you? Oh, I'm good. I don't have conversations like that anymore. I do not. And the only way that I was able to change them is by changing it myself first. So I don't say I'm good. I'm outstanding. I'm pissed off. I'm in transition. I'm thinking about things. I'm contemplating things. I'm really productive and I don't feel like being interrupted right now. I am really loving right now. I am something other. I am a more powerful, meaningful word than good. I'm something else. Um, Now, I'm not saying, you know, a lot of times people will look at me like, well, what if I'm feeling not so great? Great. Honor that. I don't feel so good today. I'm sick. Um, I'm sad. Just something other than, and, and also, you know, something other than just, like you said, fine or good or just get out of the repeat break the break the patterns of what yesterday was and create new ones on a daily basis and along with that and one of the things that we're touching on is your core beliefs right so those are the things that you actually tell the world right so like oh i'm really bad with technology well of course you are you're fucking telling everybody that you are and you believe it so obviously like that's just going to get delivered so quickly to you because it's in your body it's in your mind it's in your whole system and then you put it out there right and so it's analyzing also the core beliefs in attachment to that right i had somebody the other day they were trying to pay they were trying to like e-transfer me something and she was trying and she was struggling and i literally see it the phone is like rejecting everything that she's doing. She's like, oh, I'm just so bad with technology. I'm just so bad. And I was like, yeah, that that's not going to go through. She's like, why? I'm like, well, you keep telling it not to. I'm like, give it here. Literally, I touched it one time. Pew, sent. She's like, how did you do that? I said, I just believe that I'm somebody who can, you know. Send an e-transfer. Send a fucking e-transfer on a phone, right? And yeah. it's, it was it literally, she was like, I'm like, but look at what you manifested. You created that right there in that moment that, oh, this stuff never works for me. And I'm so bad with this stuff. And I don't know why it, like, it never works. I'm like, literally just took it, pressed it and boom. But it's, mm-hmm. it's that. And it's the belief system. So it's the words we're telling ourselves and the stories we're telling the world. Yeah. I love it. Look, look at my cheeks. I get so excited. This is like, I just want to, I wish I was there because I, I don't know. Yeah. We are going to do epic things again. Now I have a download. So at the beginning stages of this show, at the very end, I used to always ask this question. Do you remember the question or no? I remember what it was. So if somebody wants to get in contact with you. No, 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 no. Okay. No. So I used <laughs> to have one question at the end of the Transform Your Life podcast. And I don't know why this download just came in, but it just did that we need to bring this back in 2023. All right. So Jen Smith, how would you like to be remembered? Oh, oh I love that question. Hmm. Well, I mean, I've got it on my wall. Um, 
one of the biggest things and loving, loving, full of love. You're full of, you're crushing it. <laughs> I promise you. My, my son said that to me the other day. Um, and I don't remember the exact context that he said it, but he was talking to his father and he said, mom isn't, mom isn't going to want to do that because they're not very loving people. And you know that my mom is all about love and kindness. And it almost brought me to my knees because of everything else that he sees going on. You know, he's, he's with me when I'm talking and doing different recordings on finances and your relationship with money and how to elevate your business and scaling your first million. Like he sees me recording all that stuff. And the one thing that stands out to his pure soul is how loving I am. And that to me is, you know, I want to be remembered as, as just full of love. Mm -hmm. I'd be happy with that. Uh, I love that. <laughs> this is what we want to just yeah. have you. Oh, so you are coming to Canada someday, and I don't know when, but it is going to happen. And she is going to do a polar dip in the pond. I also know that. <laughs> do a cold. Oh, I'm doing it. Um, but yeah, this is not the last of mm -hmm. us. I there's such a deep connection to your soul, and maybe it is just all that love that you are pouring out of your soul because. Way up here in the chilly north, I can feel it. <laughs> you know, it's we have we're so dynamic, and you, the two of you, are so dynamic, and you're so you have so many layers, and all the people that are listening, all the women, all the men, everyone is so dynamic, and you know that I know that 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 word love can embody so many different things, but my business and my clients and the abundance and my children and my family and travel. I mean, think of all the things that, that we can pour our love into and really mean it, you know, even, even like a hug, you know, I'll leave with this is that when you hug somebody, if you're going to give an energetic exchange to somebody enough, Gone are the days where you give a half-ass hug. Don't, don't <laughs> grab me by my side and give me some little like, you know, hip bump. I want to feel, I want to feel your chest and your heart. And I want to feel your, your center of your, of your stomach. Like I want to, I embrace people. And if I'm going to go out of my way and have a moment in time where I energetically exchange with somebody, you better fucking believe I'm going to give it to you. Yeah. What you do is up to you. Is that what you do? That's what I do. I'm like the queen and it's always been, and I give like a little background, it's like the longest thing that like, sometimes there's a, there's a second of awkwardness where they start to pull away. I'm like, no, we're not done. No, we're not done. It's still going. They're like, okay, yeah, yeah, it's still going. I'm like, you're welcome. You're welcome. But I've, I've always done that. Always, we joke, always it's done like it. the funeral hug. She is like the funeral hugger where it's like, for so long, I'm going to hold you. <laughs> which, which I love because I'm going to, I think we need to change that. It's not a hug. It's an embrace. And an and yes. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It yeah, is. Like, that is, oh.
So much love. Girl. All right. Well, Jen, we will put all of your links in the show notes for people to connect with you. But we just want to say thank you. Thank you. Thank you, universe, for oh, divinely bringing us into Jen's world and bringing Jen into the space and the hearts of all of the people that are listening to this episode. And as always, guys, we love you so, 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 so much. And we will see you next Thursday. All right. Bye. Love you. Bye. Love you. Yeah. <laughs>